I'm Ron Cruz. This is a podcast edition of Business Nightly. Philippine shares eventually caught on to the regional bounce after wavering between gains and losses all day. As Michelle Ong tells us, volumes are also starting to pick up. Philippine shares saw listless trade Thursday, wavering between gains and losses before eventually closing higher at 79.50. The rest of Asia also inspired by strong earnings from Wall Street. Even the Kospi index went up, despite weaker-than-expected third-quarter GDP at just 0.4%. For the day, the PSE index gained a fifth of 1%. Volume, while thin, is starting to pick up. A lot of the companies are uh, on fire sale, and uh, the valuations are very cheap. And we are actually awash in cash, but it's not in the equities uh, market right now. In fact, um, the past several months, there have been a lot of uh, corporate bond offerings, preferred share sale. If you're a trader, is to just buy at support levels and sell at resistance levels. And that is probably what we're seeing retail clients as well as even domestic institutions doing. In corporate stories, Chippy and C2 maker Universal Rabina posted below estimates earnings for the third quarter as weakness in its Thailand operations and unfavorable forex position dragged strong domestic results. URC shares sold down by nearly 4%. And Cebu Land Masters sees a strong take-up in its 5.3 billion peso Mivela Garden project in Metro Cebu, selling out 80% of the project in just three weeks, keeping it on track to hit its 12.5 billion peso reservation sales target for the year. It is also on track to hit its 2019 year-end profit guidance of 2.6 billion pesos. CLI President and CEO Joseph Adano says this is an indicator their products are right-sized and right-priced. And seafood company Alliance Select Foods is shifting its focus to the Philippines and New Zealand after it sold its U.S. subsidiary, Spence & Company, and assets in Indonesia. The company says 90% of its business comes from the two countries, so it would want to prioritize them in the medium term. No price tag was disclosed by the company. And more capital raising, Metrobank raising nearly 14 billion pesos in senior bonds. This is the fifth time it tapped into its 100 billion peso bond and commercial program. While Ayala Corp has successfully launched $400 million in senior, unsecured and guaranteed fixed-for-life notes. So... Where to put your money? After all, uh, companies now uh, are the current multiple of the Philippine Stock Exchange, which is uh, below 15 times, below the historical average. Um, there, there, there are a lot of picks, no? and our current favorite is Vistaland. Michelle Long, ABS-CBN News. New Zealand retains the top spot in the 2020 World Bank Ease of Doing Business report. It's followed by Singapore, Hong Kong, Denmark, and South Korea. The U.S. came in at number six, up two notches, despite launching trade disputes with various countries. One of its rivals, China, also jumped, climbing 15 places to 31, one of the most notable improvements cited by the World Bank. Business climate in the Philippines also improved, jumping 29 notches to 95 in the global rankings. In last place is Somalia. The World Bank studies reforms in 10 areas of business activity in 190 economies, including issues like 
construction permits, getting electricity, and paying taxes. The Philippines aiming to reach a top 40% in the next edition of the World Bank Doing Business Report. Bruce Rodriguez tells us just how Manila plans to do this. To do this. Philippine government officials elated over the country's performance in the 2020 World Bank Doing Business Report. From the last cycle's 124th, the Philippines is now at the 95th spot out of 190 countries. The report cited three factors that led to the improvement in Manila's rankings. The Philippines made starting a business easier by abolishing the minimum capital requirement for domestic companies. It also streamlined the process for construction permits and strengthened minority investor protection. Trade Secretary Ramon Lopez says with its recent performance, the Philippines was among the top three most improved economies globally and the most improved in Southeast Asia. But local officials are not resting on their laurels. Target in the PDP for 2020 is top 40 percent, which would be around rank 76. So we shall have a road to 70. While not all reforms were accepted by the World Bank in this cycle, we are counting on the newly established ARTA to ensure that the agencies continue the DB doing business reforms already initiated. However, one of Lopez's undersecretaries, Roel Barba, admits, despite the strides, the Philippines remains a laggard in Southeast Asia in terms of overall score. But with several reforms aimed at improving competitiveness already in the works, Barba believes Manila may even leapfrog to the 60th place. We're confident that uh, with the support of all the agencies and our private sector uh, friends and uh, now under the leadership of ARTA, I'm sure they will hit the 40%. One of the ease of doing business initiatives is being hatched by the country's Securities and Exchange Commission, which it describes as revolutionary. In the next few months, you know, you will be experiencing a new uh, user experience when it comes to registering your corporations and partnerships. But the Duterte administration insists they cannot do it alone. It urges the public to help government in clamping down on corruption and red tape in government offices. The Trade Department also continuing to recognize the most competitive cities and towns in the country at its seventh regional competitiveness summit. For the fourth year, Quezon City was again awarded as the overall most competitive, highly urbanized city, placing it at the Hall of Fame of the Cities and Municipalities Competitiveness Index. Quezon City, which is the largest city in the country's metropolitan capital region, is also the benchmark for the Philippines in the World Bank Doing Business Report. Bruce Rodriguez, ABS-CBN News. The Philippine economy expected to miss government's growth target of 6 to 7 percent this year. Local economists believe delays in the passage of the 2019 budget and the second tax reform package dragged the local economy. That's on top of external factors like the trade war between the U.S. and China. Uh, uncertainties with respect to uh, the tax uh, structure in the country. Um, Foreign investors are uh, particularly um, sensitive to uh, the changes in the um, tax policies. Nobody might come because uh, the, your, your underlying uh, 
structure, incentive structure, and policies are not there. Talking about Congress, if they, they have to pass a budget early and take advantage of the dry season, that's really what drag grows down to below 6% this year. Uh, if they can do that, I think we can probably achieve, go back to a 6% uh, growth rate. In the first two quarters of 2019, the Philippine economy grew below 6% after 15 consecutive quarters of above 6% expansion. Third quarter growth numbers are due out next month. The World Bank and the International Monetary Fund also expect the government to miss its growth target. The Philippine Central Bank cuts its reserve requirement ratio for banks by another 100 basis points. Starting December, large banks will only have to set aside 14% of their deposits, with the rest available for lending. Thrift banks, meanwhile, will only have to keep 4% of funds in reserve. The central bank says the adjustment is aimed at ensuring domestic liquidity is sufficient to support economic activity. Overall, the central bank has cut reserve requirements by four basis points since central bank governor Benjamin Diokno assumed his post last March. The central bank has said it aims to reduce a triple R for banks down to single-digit levels by 2023. Improving relations between the Philippines and China. Manila and Beijing signed more bilateral agreements during Chinese, Chinese Vice Premier Hu Chunhua's visit in the country. These include four agreements covering areas of cooperation and trade, customs and communications. Documents on the feasibility studies for two big-ticket projects under President Duterte's Build, Build, Build program are also included. They also talked about speeding up the implementation of Philippine infrastructure projects with funding support from China. We arrived at agreements on how to speed up the processing, approval and implementation of projects on the ground. We agreed on speeding up the clearance activities. We also talked about the two bridge projects on Pasig River from Binondo to Australia that are ongoing but somewhat delayed because of change in alignment. On the sideline of our main discussion, there was a mention of a special economic zone in Clark, which the Chinese are interested in. Philippine Socioeconomic Planning Secretary Ernesto Pernia, meanwhile, played down concerns over a China debt trap. No possibility of a debt trap because we have been very careful, in fact, uh, overly cautious about how we deal with our counterparts in uh, China in terms of uh, the selection of uh, contractors, the companies that will be assigned to the projects. The government urged to reveal brands of processed meat products found positive with African swine fever. This is as local meat processors fear not naming any company may scare people off from the whole industry. Ron Gagala reports. The Agriculture Department confirms processed meat intercepted in the province of Mindoro, south of the capital, were found positive with African swine fever. Yung mga may-ari ng baboy noon, itinago mismo ang kanilang mga baboy na ayaw ipapatay. At yung traders naman ay uh, kinatay, pinakatay sa mga hindi accredited NMIS slaughterhouses. At ito ang naiproseso sa tusino, longganisa, hotdog. 
but the agency refuses to name the brands as its validation process continues. But officials hinted that it is a medium-scale company. The Agriculture Department is now calling for a recall on the manufacturer's meat products. Sana naman ma mabilis, ang, uh, mabilis yung action ng uh, concerned agencies for them uh, ma-advise yung manufacturer concerned to recall the products from the shelves. The Philippine Association of Meat Processors Incorporated urges the government to name the brands of processed meat products which tested positive for ASF. The group points out not naming any brands will affect consumer perception of the whole industry. Nakakalungkot because this is happening at a time that uh, is the worst para sa amin. But the Philippine Health Department reiterates meat products tainted with African swine fever are safe for human consumption as long as they are cooked properly. Ito po ay completely safe. It's safe for human consumption at saka sa human health. Wala pong kahit anong threat. The government vows to soon announce the brand name affected and its manufacturer. But it stress this should not be a reason for the public to veer away from consuming pork, especially if the preparation was hygienic and the meat was thoroughly cooked under sufficient heat. Ron Gagalak, ABS-CBN News. And that's Mrs. Knightley. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. Thanks for joining us.